Letters. Welcome to the Blunt Letters Podcast. It's your hosts, Electric and Michaela Superstar. Hello. Hello. We got an episode for you tonight. Episode 38. Can you believe it? No, I don't know the numbers. You know I never know what I'm doing. 30. I thought it was 37. No, 37 is a thing of the past already. Oh my god. We're making 38. That means only two more episodes till John's back. We're going to talk about poopy again. We love it. Oh, and then the next episode is we're going to have Kevent Horizon on, right? Yes. Oh, whoa. We have so many guests. I know. So excited. Let's line it up. We should have guests all holiday season to make it feel like a big old family. That big party. Mm-hmm. All right. So we had a guest last week too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call everybody. Let's see. Yeah. It's a BL holiday party podcast. So, well, let's talk about what we're drinking since we're like, I think we're fully in holiday times now. It's after ho- Halloween. People are angry about it, but it's just how it is these days. It's ho- it goes from Halloween to Christmas. I think Halloween time. is the beginning of the holiday season. Yeah, holiday in- season. Yeah. I it's just Halloween. we all know that the Christmas people are the ones that really go fucking hog wild. Yeah. Because it's not that big of a Jewish holiday. And Hanukkah. I per- yeah. It's I mean it's just not that important to them religiously. Right. They don't go hog wild. No. Well, cuz they don't do pork anyway, right? So- <laughs> <laughs> no, people who keep kosher do not eat pork. That's correct. Huh. Good so, point. just like the Muslims. Huh. Yeah, they have so much in common. Interesting. But yeah, um, and then there's Kwanzaa, which again, I don't see people going like full on Kwanzaa a lot, you know, like I don't see them like taking over the mall and it's just like, whoa, the mall went Kwanzaa. But like Christmas takes over. That's true. It just takes over. It's like Kwanzaa and Hanukkah get featured, but they are not the star. Featuring other things that aren't Christmas, but we don't really care. It's like. Even Jesus yeah. takes a backseat, as we talked about. It's like, it's just Santa miss. Yeah. It's Santa town. Time. Santa time. Present. They should just change it instead of Christmas. It should just become the universal, like, Santa miss. Santa miss. Man, that sounds, that sounds so satanic. It's all even cooler. <laughs> Santa miss. <laughs> Celebrate the Santa because it's not even about Jesus, like we talked about. Wrong day, wrong place, not a manger, in a cave. He's brown, whatever. But, like, you know, you see all these blonde, baby, blue-eyed fucking Jesuses around, and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. You don't even know what he look like, and you think you're a Christian. You think you're a good Christian? You don't even know what he looks like. You, you couldn't even point to where Jesus is from on a goddamn map, and you think you're a good Christian? Like, give me a goddamn break. Fun fact. My family has three Jesuses, baby Jesuses, to put in the nativity from three different countries, and they look wildly different from each other. Whoa. Yeah. Is that like the parallel universe manger? Yes, 100%. Dude, you've got to get a baby alien Jesus who's got, like, green skin and yeah. big eyes. <laughs> I just got to find him. Some of these have been gifted. Some of them have traveled. Like, and one of them was purchased. The American Jesus, of course. White Jesus, because all one. colors are American. One of them came from the Vatican, and the other one came from Mexico. So they all look totally different. 
but um, none of them are aliens. So, so they have a black Jesus. Nope, no black Jesus. <laughs> so what's the third color? You got a white baby. White Jesus. one, and then a dark-haired, curly-haired Jesus. That's oh, a an lot. Italian Jesus from that's Rome. That's actually the Mexican one. Oh, the, yeah. The Italian one is just like a olive tone Jesus. So you have olive tone, white, white baby Jesus, and Mexican baby. And then like baby. tan, curly haired, yeah, baby. Huh, that's cute. I think you need a whole collection, honestly. I think, why stop? You need a ginger one, too, just to be weird. More From Ireland. <laughs> or Utah. Or Scotland. <laughs> or Utah. Actually, there's even like, um, what do you call it? red-haired mexican people because I know. irish joined Fuck everybody oh yes i have to be proud of my heritage because i don't want to appropriate and one of the things i can definitely say about a lot of irish people at least in my heritage um well fuck everybody and that's awesome i know i do i Even see color the, i see all our... the colors <laughs> i see them as so pretty <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit more about that with the Green Knight, which we're talking about tonight as part of another Let Me Tell You About This Movie. Tell you about this movie. But yes, anyway, I digress. Um, so, the Irish do spread their red-haired recessiveness all over the world. Gotta love us. <clears throat> let's talk about what we're drinking. What are you drinking yes. tonight? Um, I'm drinking the Bramble, as usual. Um, Bramble. It's so good. Just enough flavor. Ruby red. I love it. So floral. Not too sweet. I'm mixing it with the peach ginger seltzer that I get from Bubbly. Ooh, I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a nice mixture. I did make this other drink with it. But I'm going to wait to discuss that one, I think. Because okay. I'm not drinking it right now. But I will want to in the future. I'll tell you guys that. Ooh, something to look forward to. Stay the Bramble's got some qualities. Well, Tonight, okay. that's what I'm drinking. You know, I have to agree with you. And last time, episode 37, you were talking about the Bramble. You did such a good job of talking about it that I actually went out and I bought the Bramble as well. See? As well. Sponsor us, somebody. Look yeah. at that. I could sell my best friend gin. Yeah. She's addicted to Snoop Dogg gin. I got her to change <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. Different flavor. It has a really great flavor right on by itself. Because I was drinking it just over ice before we got started and then I added black cherry seltzer which I don't recommend it was not good but now I'm just drinking it over ice again and it's really great but I got this pineapple bubbly Whoa. so I thought I'd do a on the spot review you know my take on pineapple and alcohol so do I let's refresh the the listeners what's your take it tastes like that weird Novocaine stuff that the dentist puts in your mouth. Oh, yeah. You talked about that in episode 36, I believe, actually. Yeah. Pineapple alcohol. I have, I have a hard time with it. I keep being like, and now spit? And it's like, no, swallow it. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to swallow this. And then I'm afraid that if I go to the dentist, if I keep drinking that, I'm going to swallow the pineapple juice, which I, I don't even know what it is. All right or something? I don't know. It doesn't have any dentist flavors, but it's all pineapple now. It's like the pineapple took over the uh, bramble. raspberry bramble. Because it's really faint. It's so faint. Yeah. It's not a really fruity drink. It's just got like the essence of those. It's like on the back end. Like you just taste it as you're breathing out. It almost tastes like how like people who smell good smell. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it also has smells hella good. 
Yeah, because it's not like it smells. This drink smells like perfume. Like, smell the drink. Yeah, it smells like perfume, but not in yeah. that gross al- old lady alcohol, way. old lady way. It smells like a fresh-ass, like, like good-smelling, attractive person. Flower. It smells really Someone you'd like there. to suck on. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, come over here. I'm going to drink you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, right? And it's still 43% alcohol. So it's, like, got a little flavor, but none of the loses none of the kick. Plus, it's really beautiful. It's in a pretty bottle, and it's a pretty color. Yeah, it's ruby red. Yeah. It's really pretty. I love anyway, it. good stuff. Glad you got it. Yeah. Are you looking for a high-quality flap? Maybe a few flaps. Well, come on down to Flap Flaps and Flaps. We got a flap perfect for you. Need to? We got flaps. Flap Flaps and Flaps has it all. We got big flaps, little flaps, double flaps, triple flaps, exotic flaps made from coconut, leather, tubing, coral reef, monkey teeth, and more. I'll I'll show show you you my flaps. flaps. (laughs) Let's talk about Let me tell you about this movie. Let me tell you about this movie. I feel like you keep writing songs and forgetting the songs. Like we'll write, write a theme song for something and then I just forget it. Let me tell you about this movie. The Green Knight. The Green you Knight. You watched it and then I watched it. Because I asked you to watch it. Thanks for And I was like, okay. Well, I wanted to, I remembered wanting to. And then I confrabulated it with that other, the duel. And I don't know how that happened. And I was like, what? Well, we were talking about that too, that like movies come out around the same time that are about similar things to throw yeah. you off. Make you buy the wrong ticket, I swear to God. Yeah, I feel like that's right. Like The Illusionist came out when The Prestige came out. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, come on. To, oh, I'm here for the magician movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. I'm here for the movie about the knights with the guy with the dark hair, curly hair, and the big nose. It's like, that's Adam Driver or fucking, what's his name? Dev? Dev Patel. Patel. It's like, that's either one of them. Adam Driver was in a movie about a, a knight? Yeah. It just came out. It's called The Duel. It has Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. That's what and I was like, was recommending. <laughs> yeah. To and I was like, well, I thought that's what the Green Knight turned into. And I was like, because I didn't see the Green Knight trailer. I just kept seeing that one. And I was like, is this what they turned the Green Knight into? What's happening? But then no. I was like, oh, here it is. The Green Knight. I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for Patrick because he really likes A24, Art House 24 films. So he's on top of what comes out. Plus the Green Knight, you know, it's an old timey tale from the mid medieval times not the show but the time period <laughs> and yeah i had a lot of like weird hippie like witchy friends talking about it like let's discuss it together let's watch it together and i was like oh yeah right because it's about like a time when christianity was taking over england and pagan religions were still very much a part of the common um practices you know like daily life in that region yeah so before they tortured and killed all of us and made us worship their weird god thanks a lot for that so this movie is about that time when that that hadn't fully happened yet right it's a weird time but it was cool like it's about the knights of the round table are celebrating christmas this dude shows up he's the green knight which is like a pagan god or pagan some kind of like authority 
and he comes with like a holly branch which is a symbol of peace in like um that region's like practices so shows up he's like i'll challenge you to a christmas game he says you know you can deliver me a blow with my axe because he's like a big ass tree with an axe kind of has group vibes dev patel who plays sir gowan of the round table decides to chop off his head even though he could have like cut off his pinky (laughs) right that's what i was thinking i was like here's the game is like if you can strike a blow on me if you can even like because he's supposed to be supposed to be such a furious warrior right it's like this like godly warrior then you know this is what you get but when he lays down the axe yeah he could have just like cut off the tip of his pinky or something yeah he could have cut his hair yeah right he did not have to cut off his head but he wanted honor <clears throat> he wanted to be the big man. He overshot his shot. And he became... was like, I don't give a fuck. You can, I'll get beheaded in a year. And it's like, if that's not a symbol for toxic masculinity, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Like, you said stupid. it. Yeah. Yeah, then a year passes. Nothing even happens. He's like, oh shit, I have to go get my head chopped off because I chopped off this dude's head instead of his pinky. Right. Good job. And along the way, he has to do these side quests, which like... Are supposed to show the like five virtues of knighthood, which are like charity, piety, chastity, uh, generosity, and like another one, I think courage or bravery. And he doesn't do any of them. He likes fails the whole way, which which actually I kind of liked. I was like, you know, that's probably what would happen because these dudes like were not that great. I like when the dude wanted the kisses from his wife because that guy got the kisses. He's mm. like, you owe me a kiss! And it's like, oh, Yeah, he does. And I guess it's a hand job. I don't even know what happened in that scene. Was it trying to imply to- that, like, you know, it's okay to be, like, having homoerotic relationships? I don't know. It's just from the poem. Right. It happens in the poem. The, like, wife kisses Gowan or whatever. And then What's his wants- name? Gowan? Yeah. Gawain. And, uh, and then the guy's like, all right. And then he gives him a kiss after hunting. Because they were supposed to like be trading hunt stuff, right? For whatever he gets at the house. And so he brings him like a fucking, the first stag or some shit. First night. And then Gowan gives him a kiss and he doesn't know why. But he's just like, there you go. And then the second time his wife kisses him twice. And Gowan kisses him twice after like the dude gives him a boar. So it's like, that's even in the poem. He's like giving him kisses. I think also that's men used cute. to kiss each other more. Yeah. <clears throat> like it wasn't gay. You know? It was just brotherhood. Cheeks, Cheeks and stuff, yeah. Just like kissing them, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, that's what cool. I'm gathering from the shit. It was written in like, what, 14 fucking hundreds? I yeah, don't know. That's what we were talking about a little bit earlier before we started recording about like brotherhood and like, you know, Achilles and like soldiers and men loving each other and stuff right. like that. It was very like open and common they'll be dumb enough to cut someone's head off but then they'll give each other kisses about it later i don't know because men are weird that's what i got from this story um and then in the poem i think that the green knight ends up being that dude with the kisses oh really yeah and like doesn't cut his head off but like he has the girdle on 
so he can't cut his neck his neck just has like a scar on it and so he ta- he's like fuck you man give me that girdle i'm not gonna uh, kill you but you're gonna have to have that scar to remind you of this shit like you should be more noble than that he takes his girdle away from him yeah i think both stories end with the girdle coming off that's pretty cool but they leave it open-ended in the movie but in the poem <clears throat> i believe he like he's like hey it's your friend kissy kissy face uh <clears throat> Lord it's kissing cool. face yeah he's like we're cool you know just like that scar is there to remind you yeah don't be a jerk next time mm-hmm. and yeah he just like fails all the tests or whatever it was a really pretty movie though it was like very beautiful the green night and the greenery of nature is super pretty i feel like they were trying to do a lot of what like barry linden did or whatever with kubrick like having these really long or like kurosawa Mm -hmm. where they're showing you a different time period so it's like a different pacing because that's how life was but i don't think that this kind of film was the right time a knight's quest of the round table just isn't a great time to show me that you know what i mean like yeah. I wanted more of a little bit more of an adventure. Like, not that it had to be action-filled, but just more like pacing could have just been popped up a little bit. I didn't need a lot of this, like, long-shot shit for this kind of story. Like, if it was, like, a story about something that happened back then for real, maybe yeah. pace it like that. But it was just more like, oh, like, let's get on with the adventure here. It's just taking way too long. Yeah, because it's a series of lessons, right? So it's like, we have to watch the lesson plus him walking. Yeah, or like, seriously, like, a good, like, three and a half minute shot of just him on the horse. Mm -hmm. Kids, like, chasing him. And I'm like, okay! (laughs) Get it! (laughs) I mean, it's just not even that interesting of a shot. And it's like, I get it. He has a journey ahead of him or whatever. But it's just like, I just thought, like, really a good, like, 15 or 20 minutes could have been shaved off that fucking movie. Anyway, that's just me, though. And again, it was like two two hours something long. It's not like I'm asking for like an hour and a half movie. It's just like, can you just please take off? Like just a lot of these long gazes. And it's just, yeah. I just don't like it in this context, I suppose. I hear you. I mean, the Green Knight, you expect some action. There's a lot of him sitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. That's not that interesting. You know, it's like, what are we doing here? And then his whole, like, Last Temptation of Christ flashback or flash forward or whatever, like, when he's about to get his head chopped off. Yeah. It's kind of weird, too. Like, Like, it's okay, but it's also just, like, it took too long. It was like, is this a flash forward or what? Like, what's happening? Reminded me of Twilight. I don't know. This is a weird parallel to draw. Yeah, it's like the end of... uh, episode four of twilight or whatever the last movie the one of the vampires has the power of premonition so they're able to show what would happen if they let the battle play out and watch everybody die and everything and so they decide not to go ahead and do that so that's what i thought of when it was like a premonition you know like a deus ex machina like oh this is what'll happen and you'll lose everything i was like Okay, so nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I liked it. I just <clears throat> I just wasn't in love with like the way it was told. I thought a lot of it was really pretty and stuff, but I like yeah, how everyone it was looked fine. really shitty in it. Except for yeah. Tell. 
Yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's what people looked like back then. Clothes were really, like, janky back then, too. Like, a lot of their clothes look like shit. I was like, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, I liked, I did notice, like, that robe with all the, like, weird, like, uh, metal pieces sewn to it. But I've seen shit like that in fucking Museums. uh, museums, and you'd be like, that's so fucking ugly. Yes. But it was like spot on. Like people straight up wore shit like that. And you're just like, that's fucking weird. That was something I appreciated about it. Because you don't get a lot of medieval times that actually look like shitty like medieval times. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. The imagery was really cool. I just was like, eh. There was just a couple moments where I seriously just wanted to fast forward it. I was like, I'm not getting anything from this. But And again, I'll watch Kurosawa films. It's not like I want a short film or anything. It's just like... It has to have something behind it. It has to have some sort of purpose. And I feel like a lot of times I see directors just like fall in love with themselves and just keep, you know, <clears throat> have these long ass shots of shit. And it's like, all right, you know, look outside yourself right now for a minute. You're just walking to your quest, but nothing's happening on the way. Like, you know, it makes me think of like Wizard of Oz. It's fucking the Hobbit shit. The yeah, fucking, like... what do you call that movie? Lord the of the Hobbit. Rings. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, where they're walking there and a bunch of shit happens to them, right? They get into shenanigans. It just took forever. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool enough, I guess. Mr. Macho's Mustache Panther (laughs) Center. Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center. We put Mm -hmm. the mmm in mustache. Have you ever had a mustache that's way overgrown? Or... Have you ever had a mustache that's undergrown? Like a little tiny wisp of grass in a giant field. Or a tiny earthworm crawling along the crust of the earth. Or the teeniest, tiniest little toothpick just resting on your lip. Or the bushiest caterpillar lawn clippings that anyone's ever seen. Does your mustache look like a cabbage? Does your mustache look like a comb with broken bristles? Does your mustache look like a tired, broken, old liquor cart empty with just snake oil and nothing more but broken dreams? Does your mustache look like a barren field in the great dust bowl of 35? Does your mustache look like crepes? Does your mustache look like a tiny line? Does your mustache look like the continent? Of South America? Does your mustache look like the 4th of July on a moonless night? Does your mustache look like three nipples? Does your mustache look like 45 jack o' lanterns? <laughs> Does your mustache look like a Christmas turkey? Does your mustache look like wet spaghetti? Does your mustache look like pop rocks? Does your mustache look like two snails fornicating? Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center has you covered. Come on in and we'll transfer your mustache to somebody who really needs it and give you a mustache of your dreams. Even this mustache I found from the 1850s? Any mustache will do. You can twirl it, tweeze it, cut it, tweeze it. We got all the mustache things you need. really wants me to have a mustache, but I don't really have the time to grow one. Do I have to have a mustache to transfer to get it transferred onto my lip? 
Not a problem. If your lip is as hairless as your backside, you can have a mustache transferred to you today. Who told you about my backside? My wife? <laughs> Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center. We put the mmm in MTC. I have a plant mystery, so. What do you mean? Like, what? <sighs> What is a plant mystery? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I've had this plant since we lived in Brooklyn. This baby. And it's a baby of a baby of a baby. It's a baby of the baby of the baby. I propagated it three times over. Now this baby's huge. It's grown real long because I don't pinch off the new growth. I like the long vines on the pothos, the neon pothos. So I watered it like two days ago, maybe three days ago. And nothing is leaking out of the actual pots, right? There's no water leaking from any of the pots. But the very tip of this, let's see here, let me count, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, maybe six foot vine that I have growing off of this plant. <clears throat> Pretty long. At least. Oh yeah, it's way taller than me. So it's at least like, probably more like seven feet. It's like curling around my desk, right? And usually it's fine but it's been dripping little tiny drips of water out of it all day long for two days now. And it's not dripping from the, any source like the pot or down, like it would have to go on this roller coaster ride to get all the way to the tip. So it's almost like the tip of this vine is just crying little tiny tears every once in a while on my desk. And it's very weird. See, like this little tip is leaking little drops of water every once in a while out of the new growth. That's weird. I know. I've never seen that before. And I've had this plant forever. And I've had a bunch of plants like this forever. Maybe it like is just so happy to be watered. It's shooting down all the water to the tip here to grow more shit. Like, I don't fucking know. But it's just like it keeps doing it. So anyway, it got a little heavy. So I put it up. I'm hanging it. Because, you know, you can just put a vine wherever. And so I was hanging it. And it just fell because it was heavy. And all this water just dripped down on my computer. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Isn't that weird? It, I'm sure I could Google it. It's like, oh, you watered your plant <laughs> too much or something. But I was just like, it's we, it's been like slowly crying for days now. Only like six drips of water a day or like 10 drips of water a day. But it just randomly all of a sudden a drip of water will come down and it's from the very tip of this thing. That's really weird because I have a pothos as well. And it has a long vine. It's maybe like three feet, not six feet, not as long as yours. But it has never dripped water. I know, mine either. Like, that's what I'm saying. I've had this thing above my desk for a year now. Two years. I've never seen this happen. All of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> crying little tears. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is your plant sad? I don't think so. It looks really happy. And then I'm like, is there a drip from the ceiling I'm not seeing? It's just hitting this plant. Like, I think I would notice that. We've had drips in our ceiling. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, so no, it's just, and I can tell you right now, like, the tip of this vine is wet. I don't get it. Isn't that weird? Plant mystery. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you saw just then. I just... can confirm. I saw it. It's so strange. Have you ever taken a dump so glorious that you almost feel guilty flushing it away forever? Ever shit something so magnificent and painful it recalls feelings of birthing a life? Now you don't have to part with your most beloved poos. With our patented design, Poop Urn, you can hold on to these turds forever. 
poop urn hermetically seals feces for all eternity. People of the future will see your turds. Poop urn <laughs> comes in many colors and shapes, just like poop itself. Now go to poopurn.org to browse the many styles available to ship today. Don't be unprepared for the poo of your life. Order your poop urn now to guarantee you and your shit can live together forever. Speaking of weird nature, and I would like to talk about the TikTok that all the kids are talking about. Getting the talk, TikTokin' all about the TikTokin'. We're TikTokin'. Tick, tick, we're TikTokin'. 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 See, I, we can't be the only people who've thought of that. Well, I gave in. TikTok's pretty great when there's animals involved. That's what I found out. We're sharing a TikTok account, and I gotta say, it's awesome. I love seeing all the different silly things people have to say about animals. And just seeing animals. Like, I don't even care what they're doing. Dude, the voiceover ones are some of my favorite because you know how I love that shit. I love bad lip reading. I, I used to do that shit before ba- before the internet existed. I used to we make videotapes. In the car. Yeah. Like, remember, we would sit and just, like, get yogurt, frozen yogurt, and then, like, watch people outside the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. So, yeah, a lot of that's, like, some of my favorite stupid shit is, like, people doing voiceovers for different animals. Doing stupid, like, hot cats, high on catnip. That shit cracks me up. But also, <clears throat> I like to learn things, especially on the TikTok, especially in, like, 15 to 60 minute increments or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, 60 second. 60 seconds. Sorry. Yeah. Cause, like, I don't know why they don't just teach things to kids like this. It's great. Short, you, you know, like, short attention span? Yes. Work That's- with it. Don't work against it. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to, like, really spew out, like, a long period of time of, like, animal facts. Like, you can really hit them hard and fast. That's what I'm saying. I watched a video from MNDIA, MNDIAYE97, underscore 97. We don't know how to say that, but it's a good page. So... This guy, he has this video about... Uh, Wait, does that mean he was born in 1997? I don't know. That was like an old-timey code that people used to use like back in the days of uh, early internet. But I don't know if people are still doing that to indicate their age. Because most of the time, people don't say what their age is anymore. Hmm. Just made me feel old. That's all. <laughs> that dude is pretty young. I know! I just realized it. So anyway. let's think about it. 97 to Damn 2007. It. I don't want to think about it anymore. 17. I don't want to think about it anymore. He's at least... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. He's yeah. a youngin. Anyway, this young man has a great TikTok page. And he talked about this, like, rhinoceros fact that rhinos can only see stuff that's moving, basically, because they have such terrible eyesight. And one starts to charge an elephant, and an elephant throws a stick, and then they follow the stick away. Stupid asshole. Stupid asshole and really smart elephant. Cause like, well, yeah. <clears throat> I learned elephants are fucking terrifying. Uh, this is what I learned. I made a list. Uh, so far, I learned killer whales are dicks. Penguins are rapists. Snakes can fly. Elephants are terrifying. But whale, uh, humpback whales are angels. There's also wow. a poison bird 
and pelicans are demonic and tigers can paralyze you with their wars. What? Their wars are set at this decibel level to like fucking freeze your bones, man. What? Like it'll fucking make. Yeah. Like when you see like prey being like looking like they can't move, it's because the roaring is actually affecting their body. It's not just like fight, flight, freeze. It's like no. actually the roars of the tigers. The noises they're making. The tigers are making these noises that are like fucking like talking to your nervous system. Like, don't you fucking move. They're truly an apex predator. Like, yeah. They are yeah. killing machines. Yeah. Well, let's have one as a pet. But also that they <laughs> not only can they do that with their mouth, they can they also mimic other animal so this person like had a video with like isn't that cute because like, there's tigers across like in the zoo or whatever from some cows and the fucking tigers are like rrr, rrr. and they're like isn't that cute and this guy was like no this is what they do in the wild to make a cow come over thinking there's a cow friend and then they fucking eat the cow oh it's my like, god yeah it's not a friendly thing stop personifying Stop like anthropomorphizing you animals or whatever. It's like no, like they Tony do... the tiger. Mm-hmm. Like oh hey cow friend. They're like no. They're like hey cow friend. I'm gonna bite your fucking shit up. <laughs> so they like mimic animals like monkeys and like stuff. Eat them. Isn't that Did terrifying? They mimic people like babies. Oh my god, I don't know. I hope not. Like, cats mimic the cries of babies. That's what meows are. Mm. How's your cat know what a baby sound like? I think it's like, over time... They... I know. I'm just... I'm sorry. Oh. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, your, like, your cat had no exposure to a baby, so how would they know? You know, funny you should say that because... You know, funny you should say that because... There's a cat in that lives in the backyard that has never had exposure to kittens, and it was hella confused by my cat. It was like, who shrunk you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He, it hangs out with its mom, but they've both been fixed. And the mom knows what the baby is because she had some, but the other one doesn't. And she's like, what the fuck? Why is this small cat being so stupid and annoying? It's not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. She makes really weird, like, fucked up sounds when she sees my kitten, and she also bats at the door a lot. Like, bats at the glass. It's just like, fuck you. That's crazy. It's aggressive. Fuck that cat. It's a cool cat. It just doesn't know what a kitten is. Yeah. It's freaking out, man. Yeah. Why I think so it's small? A... Yeah, it's probably like, I'm hallucinating right now. <laughs> oh no, I ate those mushrooms again. And the catnip. Yeah, I've been into the catnip. But yeah, dude, I learned that killer whales are bullies. And they'll, Tell like, bully that. other animals and shit. Bully them into doing what? Like, killing them and stuff. Or just driving them nuts or stressing them out. Like, sharks will get so stressed out by each killer whales that they'll, like, avoid a hunting area for up to a year just to avoid them. Like, after what running into fuck? one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I saw one that was just like spinning a tortoise around in the water, like just to be an asshole, and then like flipped it out of the water, what? like just to be a dick, yeah. Like and I was like, "What the fuck?" Spinning them? Yeah, like with its nose, so it couldn't stop like spinning around. Like, oh my a dick. god! Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit!" 
And then it was talking about how humpbacks will protect. It's like the only thing that'll fuck with a great, with a killer whale. They'll be like, cause they're so big that they can flip a fucking killer whale out of the water. Like they can put their tail underneath a, a fucking killer whale and just be like, bye. Like a Whoa. catapult. So they don't, so they will like, cause a lot of like um, killer whales will eat their babies. So they just have this like fucking hatred of them because they're like, you eat our fucking calves. Like, fuck you. And, and they have a long gestation, right? Like they have a long mm-hmm. pregnancy. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? You guys suck. And they'll protect like other like sea lions and like other creatures. And then uh, there's this footage of them. Um, scuba diver lady a marine biologist who's getting super freaked out when she was diving because this humpback whale got like really close to her like closer than ever and she was like what the fuck and then it was trying to tuck her under its flipper yeah yeah flipper and she was giant like yeah flipper and she was like what is this thing doing trying to crush me or what and then only when she got back on her boat was she realized that it was actually trying to protect her from the fucking 18 foot shark or whatever the fuck. It was like some Whoa. giant ass, like eight foot shark, not 18 foot, but like this giant ass shark that was like stalking her and the whale was between her and the shark and wouldn't let the shark get between them. Like he kept like protecting her until That's she got amazing. on the boat. I know. She was like, oh, thanks, friend. I thought you were just being a weirdo. It's like, no, it was like saving your life. Yeah. They're so big, they can just be like, get out of here. That's really amazing. Yeah, and they're nice. So I like that story a lot more than the poison birds and the flying snakes. So you learned all this from TikTok. Mm, Dye. <laughs> yeah. 97. Because some people will be like talking about animals and it's hella boring and you're just like, whatever. But this guy's pretty funny. Yeah, I like the way that he talks about animals is very blunt, you know, mm-hmm. and very like our style blunt letter. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny. Yeah, it's like he just gets to the chase. He's like, these guys are assholes, and then he's got like hella euphemisms and stuff. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Definitely check him out and check. Like us this out. animal will make you a hashtag. It's like that's fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> the weird way of saying kill you yeah but yeah check it out it's good <laughs> i learn things all the time it's hella funny and if you have any tiktoks you want us to look at we will because it's fun times yeah check us out at the blunt letters on tiktok yeah we have like three videos i'm counting oh no i have to do a drug test tomorrow for work what do i do lucky for you i have the homebrew urine sample kit homebrew urine sample kit what in the hell? Homebrew urine sample kit uses just a few secret patent ingredients. You can brew up some fresh, clean urine in your kitchen or kitchenette. Even a hot plate will do the job. Is it hard to do? No, I just told you, even a hot plate. Oh, sorry. Just cook up the first two packs of powder with three cups of tap water, then cool it for an hour. Blend in our original formula, you're in luck, and you're done. Thank you. Now I won't lose my job as a school bus driver just because I smoke crack. Wait, what? (laughs) Homebrew urine sample kit. May be available on Amazon.com. Brought to you by You're in Luck. You're in Luck is a subsidiary of Pooper and Pooper Incorporated and Pooper and USA. Welcome back (laughs) to the Blunt Letters. Wait, what? Wait, what? What? No, we're here to talk about people who 
who look like cartoons because they exist or like people we turn into cartoons too because they just look like cartoons right yeah they look like specific cartoons in our heads or specific styles sometimes yeah well you were saying how a lot of people look like jonah vasquez to you yeah because they are gross (laughs) 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 he does draw gross people really well yeah so does Dan Klaus, who's my other person that people look yeah. like. I'll be like, you are a Dan Klaus drawing. Like, holy fucking shit. Especially when I lived in Berkeley. Yeah. In Oakland. I was, because that's where he lived. I was like, dude, I swear to God, you are, he drew you into this comic. You know? It's yeah. Like, oh my God. People look gross sometimes. It's like the pock marks and stuff on the faces and the like weird kind of like the shape of things. A faces is really well done on Dan Klaus. Like he really gets like people to look realistically horrific. You know, like not not like horrifying. Like I'm afraid, but horrifying. Like oh, too close to home. You know. Yeah, right. You're like I know that guy. Mm-hmm. I know that guy. Yeah. It's like funny, but yeah. <clears throat> and I'll see it all the time. And then I'll see people that don't necessarily even look like people from like specifically a Jonah Vasquez or Klaus character, but they just become that. Like you just translate them in your mind where it's like all of a sudden they're drawn by that person. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, you really are like a Jonah Vasquez character. Aren't you right now? That happens to me more with like the attitude of people is Jonah Vasquez, like people who are like in the pandemic, not keeping social distance and like people in the pandemic who are like coughing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, Go to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I'm like, you're scaring everyone around you. Yeah. Because it reminds me of that, like, wacky commercial. I was just going to say <laughs> that I'm like, witnesses said it was wacky. And he's just like, ah, like that shit is one I just of the said bad. commercial, but it wasn't a commercial. It was no. Just, yeah. It was the news. They were like, witnesses <laughs> said it was wacky. Or like whatever, yeah. like the incident was wacky, and I was like, "Holy shit! Oh my god, guy!" It's, it's the kind of so phrase perfect that gets under your skin, like drop it like it's hot. Or, you know, <laughs> well, especially if people it. use it about you, like I, I literally understand that. Like I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Oh, you're kind of wacky, huh? Kind of yeah. wacky, Michaela, huh? You're one of a kind." It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or First of in- all, there are fucking millions of Michaela's out there. Just go to a fucking tattoo convention or a goth show, you idiot. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, <gasps> nothing. I have nothing left to say after that. It's like, no, I'm not that wacky. I'm not that one of a kind. I'm just in the wrong crowd right now. Yeah, exactly. It's that kind of like um, umbrella term applied to people like a rocker. You know, like, oh, you're a Bohemian. Rocker. Oh, you're a bohemian. Yeah. It's like, I will fucking kick the goddamn teeth out of your mouth <laughs> Whenever if you I call me that. Bohemian, I just think of those felt hats with the tassels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's what people think about me, too, when they see me. Yeah, they just imagine. They're like, where's your on. felt hat? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It just appears as people talk to you. It just slowly appears. Uh, I'm like slapping it off. I'm like, I don't look good in hats. 
But yeah. <laughs> or speaking of comics, it's like people always think that I read the fucking Sandman and shit when I go to a comic book store. Like, oh, you here? Are you here for some Neil Gaiman? And I was like, I will fucking kick you square in the goddamn dick. Maybe people who look like you read Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I know. It doesn't mean all of us do. Fair. I didn't really like Sandman. It wasn't my thing. I'm sorry. The only thing I read by Neil Gaiman is American Gods, and I liked it. But that's all I've read. I was like, that's fine. I don't I just, need to watch Sandman or the other one. <laughs> I'll watch it, but Mirror, I just, I tried Mirror to read World it. Or something. Mirror World I liked all right, but it's what like, it's called... not my thing. It's not my thing. A mirror Mask. I like the the art for that. It's like Dave Mackey or whatever his name was, or Dave McKean or something. Like, the art was cool. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I, I think also part of me was like, because you expect me to love the Sandman, I'm just gonna rebel and not like it as a goth girl. I was like, no, I never read it! Like, I was just like, no, fuck you! Keep me in this fucking X-Men comic book. there. Or whatever. <clears throat> I mean, I was reading weird stuff too, but I don't know. I didn't like Sandman that much. It was alright. I like David Klaus, not Neil Gaiman. Well, yeah, I was like, I'm more of a Klaus girl, <laughs> not a Gaiman girl, you know? I was like, I want the sardonic, yeah. you know, down and out shit. I was like, I don't need fantasy world i want to hear about the tenderloin where bums will yeah. cut your face up like a tomato you know <laughs> i don't need to be down and out in a fantasy all right like <laughs> yeah, yeah my fantasies like, i'm cool <laughs> yeah i live in san francisco not where my hometown is yeah exactly it's like oh, just, i don't know I get to hang out with weirdos and urban attention getters, okay? And goth kids who kill people who say wacky. It's like, this is my fantasy. I don't need that shit. Yeah. Or Tank Girl. Tank Girl was my shit. I was like, I don't read Neil Gaiman. I read Tank Girl. Woman blows shit up and fucks kangaroos. I was like, yes. She does drugs. She fucking kills people and she fucks kangaroos. I was like, that's what I like. I don't know about Neil Gaiman shit. <laughs> this mythology crap i was like i don't know unnecessary give me fart jokes any day and look some things never change i like still love like, tank girl still love it i like tank girl what i really like david claus about is that he gets like the everyday being a weirdo really well like fucking ghost world i mean i don't even i can't even tell you how many people were like you're enid just reading that shit and then see and then the movie came out and it was all over i was like yeah. i think i've been called enid more than any other celebrity really yes i Probably had people like, more interesting the... than like a daria <clears throat> super boring yeah i don't get a lot of daria i got a lot of enid they were like that's you or that, like people who knew me in high school was like oh my god i just saw this movie ghost world and it was about you and i was like oh man i know and like even when i was in high school my first husband at the time who was my boyfriend in high school uh called me Enid because he liked Dan class you and he was like you're fucking Enid and I was like yeah I know I'm mean <laughs> I'm mean and hot but yeah <laughs> I'm like I li and I have glasses whatever um that but yeah it's funny a lot of no people and like years after like not even just when that movie came out they'd be like oh my god i just saw ghost world oh my it's totally you in high school i was like i know you know it's like he was as the big titties i was like i know 
I know. I read that in high school. You know, like I was like, ah, that's what I was weaned on in my teens was Dan Klaus. Like, I love that shit. So that's oh. why I liked him. I felt like he knew me already because he was drawing people who did shit that we did. Like, we go fuck with people all the time. That was what I lived for. God, I would have loved to have a Seymour, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's I guess like... I, I did, in a way. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like small town weirdos, right? Like, they're just spotting the Satanists in their town and being like, fuck everyone. I feel like anytime we went to um, Connecticut, we would do that and be like, why is everyone wearing basketball shorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So many basketball shorts on people who don't play basketball. It's weird. I mean, obviously, it's relatable, right? Like, people get that. And that's why it's like so many things in life remind me of Dan Klaus is because he's probably written somebody who's like that. Yeah. Or someone who looks like that. Like, like the drawings are really good. And just like being in Berkeley, like that one dude that comes to mind is the one that they have at the cafe that's like in a wheelchair and he's got like the flamboyant hat and the scarf and the glasses. And he's like, has a laptop and he's like and it's like trivia question answer correctly and get a drink for free that's right and he yeah. always looks it up and he thinks he's being clever and he's like yes in fact i do rule the universe or whatever <laughs> it's like, what the fuck that guy i think of that guy all the time that like guy i feel has... like i've had that customer admit, like not exactly like that dude or in a wheel it's like but just like that like yes in fact i do rule the universe that reminds me of that one girl from our time our job where we met i know exactly who you're talking about do you yeah yeah it's like a vibe she was right? in it she was in issue one yes she was in yeah. issue one of the blunt letters 100 percent you Hold when i drew that picture of her and you were like holy shit it's that a... is her yeah yeah the oversharer exactly Dude, that you girl. knew who I meant. You really did. Dude, that girl told me some of the like those stories were like again. We should do it on TikTok where we just act out these customers like we used to do with the robots. Cause she was just like, yeah. So like my sister's out of town, so I had to take two buses to go feed my sister's chickens up in El Cerrito. <laughs> but then I got locked for like a half hour, and then I got there. I was so tired. I took a nap. But then when at the time I woke up, it was dark out, so it was hard to feed the chickens, and then the chickens didn't eat, and I was like, what the fuck is this story about? I'm just trying to make your goddamn fucking coffee! <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Holy shit, that is a real story, and I'm just sitting there, like, trapped behind the counter, like, okay, okay. <laughs> this when is does the story, story end? About how you... End? Took the bus and got lost, and then fed chickens in the dark. And I was just like, "Fuck, oh, man!" I was like, "So you had one job and you fucked it up, is what you're telling me? <laughs> and you <laughs> want to work here? Grandma's kid wanted to work there, and I was like, you can't even go feed a chicken before yeah. sundown in El Cerrito, and you want to work here? That should be a question on the application. Can you feed a chicken before sundown?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, without taking a nap or whatever. I was like, this turned into a whole thing. Yeah, but here's dude. your raspberry mocha, you freak. She always got like the fruitiest, craziest brand new shit we'd have. And I'd Chocolate it, like, raspberry mocha. Tuxedo, frappanilla, five candy corn, two cookie latte. 
I'm like, Mr. Pete is turning over in his fucking grave. Didn't agree with that man's politics, but I sure did agree with the way he didn't want to crush up cookies or have frappuccinos at his goddamn cafe. Dude, tell me about it. The loudest drinks in the world. You know, everybody out there, if I could just do a PSA, if you really care about workers and workers' rights, don't ever (laughs) order a fucking blended drink. Don't ever, ever get anything in a blender because it is truly the bane of all of our existences. You know how many times we have to turn that blender on every day for those stupid drinks? All day, every day. It was the worst part about working in the afternoon. It was. Oh, my God. Do you remember Free Fredo Fridays? Oh, my God. All day blenders. Oh. All day blenders. It was it's- fucking hell. That is sports. See, this is the thing. People are like, nobody wants to go back to work. Okay. I'm going to put you in a tiny room. With glass walls, people talking, machines popping off, and four blenders going (laughs) all day for eight hours straight. Eight hours. Every fucking hour that you are here, you're going to hear four blenders going. And you tell me if that's a humane way to fucking work. And I don't deserve $4,000 an hour. Like, fuck. Fuck you. That was some psychological torture. That company stopped doing it because the workers protested so much. Like people were like, I will literally walk out of the next free Fredo Friday. Really? Yes. They stopped doing it because people were like, I'm going to fucking quit. Like no fucking way. Because it was eight hours straight of just pure blender fucking noise and chaos. Wow. It was the worst. Blenders. (laughs) They need to make a silent blender. It's like 20 fucking 21. We're sending dick and balls to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We're in the atmosphere, wherever the fuck these rich dicks are going. Hey, Elon Musk, you're such hot shit. Make a fucking blender that doesn't make me want to shoot my goddamn brains out after hearing it for more than an hour. Yeah. Some shit bag. Dull the sound of ice, bro. I don't know. Fucking be a scientist. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah be a scientist i want a fucking blender that's like this done. is twin peaks at like season four i want Maybe a fucking blender that's like done it should take like half a second to blend ice nowadays and it should be as silent as a fucking field mouse <laughs> <laughs> i thought of all these things that were quiet what's wrong with my brain tonight <laughs> anyway yeah a field mouse Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Blunt Letters. And remember to check our story for our survey says and original mind-blowing memes. Also on YouTube for cartoons and videos so you can see our pretty faces. Oh, also zines and books on... Amazon. Amazon. Click the link in the show notes. Bye bye. Bye. Stick your finger in